What is going on, my freaks, geeks, and free thinkers? This is Mike Romanelli with episode number 57 of the Free Thinker Society. I got my main man, Clint Esposito, sitting around in front of me. What's up, Clint? Not much. Hanging out. We yeah. uh, just talked to Deplorable Janet. You, I, So she, from what I know, she just was on the podcast with Tommy G. So mm-hmm. I don't know in my head she was not like she was. Well, she's a, she was his co-host. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. Then she just started talking about health and stuff the whole time. I don't know why. I don't know. I didn't really expect very much, but I didn't. that wasn't what I expected. Yeah, well, I, I've shared a lot of time with her in discords uh, back when I used to do those in the, the, um, the No Mercy Discord and uh, spent a lot of, it's almost like podcasting back then, you know, hours where her and I would be holding it down for when Tommy wasn't in the room. Yeah. Uh, her and I would hold it down a lot, and uh, we had some awesome conversations, and she's just a wealth of knowledge, man. She yeah, and super lot. cool and oh, chill. Yeah. That's probably, I feel like, and I've only met Tommy once or twice, but he's like more... High energy. High, exactly, and she's like just super chill and nice and like... I Janet can be high energy, though, also. When she so, gets mad or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we're very relaxed, you and I. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was that a was the vibe we put <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, could have been the vibe we put. <laughs> but she just she's so so smart, and yeah. um, you know, yeah. If you look at my notes, it was nowhere. The conversation was not what I expected, um, but it was awesome, and I think there's a lot of knowledge in there. I don't listen to many of our podcasts back, but I'm gonna go listen to that one back because there were some really good tips in there, um, that I want to try out. I tried to do some notes so that way I don't have to try and remember or listen to us. Yeah. So. I hope you guys like it. Do you love freedom? Do you love being clean? Then you'll love Hero Soap Company. Made in the USA. Chemical and fragrance free. A portion of each purchase donated to veteran and first responder charities. Initial subscription purchase is matched bar for bar and sent overseas to deploy troops. Let freedom clean. Hero Soap Company. tech stuff all right there we go you and me both i'm not a tech person you say that but you're i see you in the mix of everything and doing fine (laughs) you look very professional right now you don't know how much i struggle yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i mean even with discord discord and then remember we had we switched to some other app right what was the other one yeah gilded gilded and that was really tough for me to figure out but i did i was starting to get the hang of tech with discord and i was all proud of myself for you know be able to jump in and and it was a fun time it was a it was a lot of fun that that era and i was um you know I, like i was saying i was not i never was a political person at all but somehow with the craziness that was going on um i've always been a free thinker always conspiracy nut whatever you want to call me and somehow i got put in with the uh the political stuff and i still i don't I don't know where I feel with politics. Um, I do have an idea that local politics are super important. I don't know how you feel on that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, uh, absolutely. So I think in a way, I like to always try to find a lesson out of anything, right, that, that you go through in life. And I've met so many great people that were very, I would say pro-Trump, right? A lot of people were pro-Trump. And I was in the middle of that watching because I have so many friends that were, you know, Tommy, Sam, that were, we were all kind of mixed into this thing. And, and Tommy had this awesome discord that was just like this live podcast that would go all night long. We had some just amazing conversations in there and uh, met so many great people yourself. That's where I met you. And, um, you know, like I was saying before, then I woke up one morning and I got banned, permanently banned. And we even hired a tech person to set up our own discord. And he's was a pretty savvy computer guy. And he's like, nah, I can't get you in. I don't know. You are definitely banned. And it was for inciting violence. And the last time I was on discord, it was a rant about love. And it was about how everyone needs to just learn to love each other, love your neighbors. And I was just going on a rant about that. And then I got, I got banned for inciting violence. It's ridiculous. You know, and I know you said well, you, you, you can't love people because that's violent. That's yeah. very violent. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be violent. Or well, I'll turn be, to that thing. <laughs> it's a special kind of love. <laughs> so you're also permanently banned. I am. Yeah. And that's what happens when you are, um, like administrative in um, a company like that, because anytime they get knocked, uh, you get knocked too. And so we've literally used every single device in our house, every computer, every phone, every iPad, the whole nine yards. And then the last time <clears throat> at one of our computer people um, that was working for the company set me up an account from his computer and I still got banned. Wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Wow. And so it's it's sad because a lot of the podcast community, they all use they all have their own separate discords. Mm -hmm. And they're like, hey, join our Discord and our chat's fire. And I'm like, <laughs> Same here. See any of your chat. <laughs> Same here. I just I gave up on a while ago and I had a lot of fun with it and met some great people. But yeah. Mm -hmm. But hey, we're still doing the podcast and for myself with with our Instagram following isn't that isn't that large. Um mm -hmm. we had a huge Twitter presence and we didn't use it much, just kind of like reshare things and um it's down to like 2000. Um but we don't really I we don't personally I, I don't personally post anything that's going to get me in trouble anymore. I kind of play in the rules, which it's sad. And I just try to post more positive things. And I haven't, I've never been dinged, but once again, I don't have a big Instagram um, account. But what I, you know, I think the podcasting way is the way to go anyway. We have these conversations and we talk to our friends and we get it out there. And the message is still getting out there. Um, they're, they're trying to censor. I don't know if you saw it uh, last night, Sam Tripoli's account got zapped again. I think that's his third Which one. one. That's why I'm wearing the free Tripoli mm -hmm. shirt tonight. On um, uh, Twitter? Instagram. Instagram. And that's really crazy because, you know, he's a comedian and that's how he promotes his 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 gigs and all that. And it was, you know what they got him on? They got him on, he made, he's a comedian once again. Obviously, it's a joke. You know that Epstein um, log that's going around that's showing, you know, who was named? He put him and XG's or someone put his name and XG's name in there. And, and that's Trump. what got him. That's what got him permanently banned. Like, what? <laughs> He yeah, how does that work? He <laughs> injected his name into a joke. That it's just crazy. They just, you know, they've been going after him for a while. Tommy, they've been going after forever. But in, yeah. in fairness, let's just say, you know, he's a little. He calls himself uh, Kamikaze, right? He goes, 
he goes hard. So you could almost see, okay, why are they going to go after him? Because he goes, he goes right at them. You know, when he had that big Twitter, he would go right at the celebrities, right for the jugular. Um, not that I'm saying any of it is, it, it's all disgusting, but you know, uh, I just feel like we got to figure out how to play, how to play, make our own rules or, you know, it's, it's too hard to see people say, Oh, make your own tech companies. That's impossible. I don't know. That's just, you know, if you even look, I still listen to Alex Jones and when he talks about what he has to do just to get that broadcast out, it's, that's crazy. You know, we don't have the, the, I don't have the money to do something like that, but we can still keep having these conversations. And, you know, like I was saying, I'm, I'm not a political person. Um, I, I do want to ask you, where do you sit right now with Trump? You know, that is a very difficult question to answer. And it's going to piss people off one way or the other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no matter what I answer. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not a fan of the fact that he pushed out the vaccination. Yeah. Um, that's a sour point for me. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in that kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm going to choose my words carefully um, on your show. So your show doesn't get removed like mine was. Um, I'm not a fan of that. However, uh, it would have been coming down the pike anyway, mm -hmm. regardless of whether he pushed it out or not. There is, um, you know, question as to whether his vaccines were a little different than the ones now. Okay. I don't have proof of that. A lot of people seem to think he's a dirty player. He's a Mason. He's involved with Epstein, all these other things. For me personally, I actually saw him accomplish things yeah. for the United States. And so I can't say unequivocally, I, I trust him 100%, mm -hmm. but I did see him do things that made things better. Gas prices mm -hmm. were a lot lower. Food was a lot lower. You know, I'm a huge military supporter because mm -hmm. my entire family was military. He did good things for the VA and mm -hmm. for the military. And so those things I'm a fan of. And so I can't I can't say I, I'm jumping ship 100%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On that, I don't think there's any politician on the planet that that's quote good. Exactly, and I think on the surface, uh, on the like, if we're just talking surface though, I think I know you're 100 percent right with everything you're saying. Um, yeah, politicians are politicians, right? That's a big one for me. Is that all my military friends, all of them? I don't know one person that served in the military that's that's anti-Trump. So that was always right. like, okay, if these men and women are so supportive. They know more than I do, and they really, right. they know something. Okay, they really like, and they still like this guy. Um, right. Yeah, and then obviously with prices and, and and just running it, like, let's running this this country like a business, of course. You know, he got the best people for the job in every, mm -hmm. in every app, you know, not all these favors that just are politics, right? Politics is putting, right. you know, the I mean, just look at what, who's running the health, of, what is it, the health minister or whatever. We've talked about that quite a few times. I mean, is it a, it's a man, woman, overweight? Like, I don't know. And that's, obviously, that's just called a favor. That's just called a favor. It's a question mark? Yeah, question mark favor. Um, and things have turned up like crazy. I, I'm a big, yeah, the, the vaccine thing. And then I guess his hands are tied. What are you going to do? Right. You have mm -hmm. to put the vaccine out. 
the mandates. I don't know. I just made me so turned off to uh, politics, the whole thing. I, I don't know. I, I got I got caught up in it. But once again, with the conspiracy side of things, it's like, okay, then I have friends that are super Trump. They're super Trump nuts that still think that this is all part of the plan. And they always would tell me optics. And, and I like to hear it because I like to listen about any kind of crazy conspiracy. And I'm really super interested in time travel, right? So some of it tied, is tied in with time travel. So I'm like, okay, right. listen, there's something to, you know, there, there's some stuff that seems pretty, that's real weird, put it that way. There's some stuff out there that's very weird. So the deeper, crazier stuff, um, but I just don't, if he was really, if, if all of that whole plan and everything was real, I don't know. I feel like it's gone too far and I don't know what's going on. I, I don't know what's going on in politics. I mean, what do you think about Joe Biden and these, um, you know, the sets and how he's literally like, do you, do you go as deep as like maybe that you think he is a clone or something going on? Like how, how deep do you go with that? You know, as far as he goes, um, I don't, I try not to let any political party or any politician um, control my life and control my thoughts. And like, it doesn't consume my day. Let's put it that way. Now, as far as him mumbling, stumbling, can't form a coherent sentence 99% of the time. And then all of a sudden he'll give a presser that sounds professional mm -hmm. now you don't go from being um a mumbling stumbling baboon <laughs> into an eloquent speaker right that fast I know. and so <laughs> is there a distinct possibility there's somebody that they put in his place every once in a while when they form coherent sentences yes yeah i i and the whole you know, it's it's theater with the whole made up sets and the movie stuff and, you know, the green screen and yeah. all the crazy stuff that they're doing. But they're trying their hardest to make him look like something that he's absolutely not. I mean, and he's never been all there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's wild to me, even just the, the fact that. um that the liberals got behind this guy that's been a politician forever. I mean, if that's the best you got, that guy. 150 years. Isn't that what he said? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he said. They... In the year. I mean, he was known back when he was a young man to plagiarize before there was the right. internet and stuff. People would be like, hey, I've heard this before, this speech. Like, he was known. He was right. always kind of a joke. And, you know, it's um, just my, my, my free thinking. My free thinking makes me think, okay, something's going on. I mean, just simply the whole laptop thing with his son, right? If that was, if that, it's just very obvious. If that was any of the Trump's kids, we would never hear the end of it. We would see everything. We would know everything that's on that thing, you know? Right. And it's so, just the, the, the way the media just is so, so, you know, one-sided, it's like you always got to... You got to know that they're, there's, they're hiding something. They're, they're propping one person up. It's like, and I think regular people are figuring this out. I really do. I think regular I people too. are figuring this out. It's just, I've never been a person that's like married to an idea. If I, if I thought aliens are real and then I meet somebody who has had experiences and tells me, hey, those are really angels and they could, I'll move. I'll move around with it. I don't have to be married to it. But I think a lot of people, once they, once they put, 
you know, this is this is it. I have to follow these like this idea, this this way of thinking. They don't want to be wrong. Right. And they and that's the thing. Um, it's pride and ego for a lot of people and they can't or won't admit when uh, they're at fault or when they were completely off base because it makes them look bad. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people don't have the ego for that. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's interesting because I had a conversation last night with a, uh, a comedian, very famous comedian, big, big time guy. I don't want to out him, but, um, we started talking about vaccines and he was like, so anti-vaccine, um, not even anti-vaccine, anti the mandates, anti all this stuff. And he's like, by the way, it should tell you, I have the, cause I didn't say where I sat with it yet. He was just talking, he was venting to me and he goes, no, and I got it because you know, I need to travel. So I got it right. because I just, it's, that's how I have to, you know, survive. And right. he was like, shit, if I had to do it all over again, I probably would say hell no, because these boosters and he was going on and on talking about, um, you know, people he knew that, that had some serious, possibly even fatal reactions to the boosters and things. Mm -hmm. um, and this is a man that's never, we've never spoke about politics. Uh, he's just a regular comedian, right? Just a regular comedian. And, and I thought it was pretty interesting that we were having this conversation. I don't think he knows about my podcast. Never talked about this stuff with him. We just always talk business. And uh, it was a pretty interesting conversation. Um, and I'm having more and more of those with regular people every day. Mm -hmm. And it's not, right. I don't ever push, whatever we do up here, most people don't even, know what my views are on things because I just kind of, I just flow. I just flow in the universe. And when, and I get some people come up to me since I'm a kid and talk to me about conspiracies, freak, crazy stuff. And sure, but I'm not, never been that person to go out there. And I never push my ideas ever on anybody. Um, and I just try to, I just try to put out a good frequency of, 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 you know, and, and attract people. But regular people have been coming to me and talking to me about the vaccine. Um, and talking about not so much politics, but I could just feel where the same people that I know that would just harp on Trump all the time are just not talking about politics anymore. Right. <laughs> right? And it's not, right. you know, and it's like, if this guy really got all these votes, shouldn't there be a bunch of supporters? I don't know. It's just upside down and, world right now. And think about, think about it this way. Um, a politician is, is basically no different than a regular person. So say, Pick one of your friends just randomly. Think of somebody and be like, um, okay, so this person has a really bad trait of, that I don't like, or they believe in something that I don't like. So you're never going to trust them again because they have said something or, or did something or believe something you don't like. No, no. And that's the way I feel about politicians. Um, Unless you absolutely prove to me a hundred percent that you're a piece of garbage, I'll still have some kind of faith in you. Um, so like mm -hmm. back on the Trump thing, that's how I feel about that. He's done a lot of really good things. He's made a lot of people really mad. He pissed off the pharmaceutical industry, yeah. Yeah. Um, which I am so thankful for because coming from the background that I do. Um, I am not a fan of the pharmaceutical company and my entire show most of the time is about it being garbage and garbage oh. for people. And so, you know, I mean, kudos to him for doing that. And so 
it is he a terrible person because you know he's pissing off the people that he should be pissing off? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, if I was to say one, if I was to say anything, I, I, and this is gonna piss a lot of people off, and I'm sorry, but if there was somebody, if there was a better somebody that a better candidate that wasn't him. I would have to say we should go with him just because of how how polarized he is. You know how how people are just so like, like they. It's crazy and it's a lot of that was by design though, right. uh, with the way the media continually oh, harped yeah. on everything. Um, and but just they all loved him before, right? Well, that's, that's as so soon crazy. as they changed, you know, tune, right. and then they just every single thing he did was uh, racist. Well, that's even a good one, right? Like that's a blatant one. There's actually, first off, there's pictures of uh, Trump in the 90s with every rapper, Mike Tyson, uh, Don King, like everybody. Uh, And then there's footage also of Joe Biden hanging out with the guy from the Ku Klux Klan. And like everybody freaks out about Trump somehow. And they're like, no, well, that's they were just, you know, I don't know that had lunch together or whatever the... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they the media is definitely uh, it just it paints whatever you know it paints the narrative and I, I actually been have experimenting and listening to the other side and really listening having in the car and I got to stop because it doesn't matter I just got to stop with consuming you're going to get in a rig cons- I know it's giving me this weird frequency and I'm trying to say okay I want to know where these people come from um, and listening to um, even something as silly as like Howard Stern I've been listening to him I, old Howard Stern I love but the new, it is crazy. It's literally like propaganda. Like he is going right. off, off. So I'm like, I'm like, let me listen, and let me, and I've been listening a lot, and it's like I just want to, I just want to look through that lens and see if I could relate, and I can't. I listened to Howard Stern once in the last, I don't know, obviously a couple of years. It was during the pandemic, and he had they was doing news stories about some girl or something that was against the vaccine and then her sister mom died or something and then they were having her on to talk about it and i was like this is really your segment wow but have they brought anybody on that got the vaccine and then had an adverse reaction i bet they're not i don't probably not no i mean it's crazy they have like parody songs where it all used to be sexual now it's all about the you know getting the vaccine really oh it's so uh. it's, it's creepy man so i listened to it and um it's just it's it's but I'm trying to see, like, because I, in my mind, I've been thinking lately, like, you know, I, I, I'm always thinking about frequencies and what vibe are we on and all that stuff. And it's like, okay, so maybe people that consume this type of media, they think this way because they're literally being brainwashed. Okay, maybe because, not that I watch a lot of news, but maybe as a kid, my family had Fox News on and stuff. So maybe I'm programmed that way. I'm trying to see if am I programmed, am I brainwashed too? Um, but then I realized, like, I've all watched a show. Let's say on Fox, I'm pissed off at the screen half the time anyway, too, for some of the stuff they're saying. So I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I just want to know if like media is is because there's agendas and everything. My kids watch Marvel movies. I see the agenda, right? I can't even mm-hmm. I can't consume media anymore. It sucks. It really does suck in a way because I just can't consume it. Uh, songs, anything, just anything out there nowadays that, that is made now. It's like it's designed to to keep us down or to keep us thinking a certain way. So I kind of right. was playing the experiment. Can I get tricked that way? And if anything, it's just like making me a little more empathetic for for people that do just 
have their head in the sand and that's all they consume is like the mm-hmm. CNN or just the mainstream media. And you're like, oh, this is just what they're being told. Yes. So it's not really yeah. their fault. Exactly. Like they're just stuck in that rut. That's what I'm getting from it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's that conversation we had a while ago, right? Where I was just like, in their heart, these people think they're doing the right thing. Even the people that are like, we got to take parlor off the internet because they're making, you know, racists or whatever they thought the issue was. Mm-hmm. They're actually think that they're doing, you know what I mean? Like, it's not from a, most people, yeah. I'll say, are from a good place, not from like a... Most people. And honestly, I think even when we're going back to Big Pharma, Big Pharma you said you go after them, Janet. Think about how many – I didn't even realize one of my family members who I love, she works because I was talking about how crazy it is. There's commercials for every drug. And they're like, you know, so-and-so, right. that's her job is to get placement. And I'm like, really? Now, I, I know this person has no evil in their – it's just – it's a job. They don't look at it that way. Right. Right? right. So, you know, the money in pharma is crazy. So it's like I don't know if everyone – there's definitely some evil people at the top. And all at the end of the day – Maybe it's dark. I think it may be. But also just the, the mighty dollar, right? I mean, also just the mm-hmm. dollar. You know, the doctors are just paid off. But isn't oh, it always 100%. the people at the top, right? I mean, because figure everything, even, uh, you know, Masonic stuff, like the ground level people have no idea what's yeah. actually going on. They're just like a part of this system. Yeah, I mean, any of the lower-level Masons I've met, like, just at the bar or at the yeah. comedy club. They don't know shit. They're always, like, you know, just <laughs> not, yeah, nice, whatever, but, yeah, they don't know. I mean, um, it's all compartmentalized, and uh, there are a lot of good people just, just in the wrong, steered in the wrong direction, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, you said you go, you, your show is devoted uh, a lot to Big Pharma and everything. What are some of the, the craziest mm-hmm. things you've uncovered? Um, well, coming from a nursing background... I got to see a lot of that firsthand. And so <clears throat> even um, teaching college and teaching medical courses, um, it is complete and total indoctrination from the start in medical school that you don't teach um, holistic health, you don't teach um, healthy diet, exercise, anything like that. No... Um, massage techniques or anything like that to help a patient Mm -hmm. it's all drugs 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 and so when obama signed into law the electronic medical records business um you know and every facility had to go electronic and if they didn't there was a huge fine that they had to pay for the government Um, and keep paying that fine until such time that they decided to give in and go electronic. And so part of that package is also the pharmacy package because they started the e-prescribing. And so uh, the government tracks how many prescription that doctor writes and how many new prescriptions a month that doctor does. And it's based on the bonus system. Um, that's crazy. It's also supposed to be, you know, like uh, the drug reps come into the offices all the time and they can't give, uh, the nurses anything other than they can bring like food and, you know, Mm -hmm. candy all the time. Yeah. But you can't give anything because it's considered bribery. However, the physician that I worked for in teaching facility, um, 
he was taken on several trips by <clears throat> Pfizer. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Sneeze, cough. Uh, taken on hunting trips multiple times, sent to Canada for hunting trips, uh, given tickets for or the whole whole tables at the Ducks Unlimited dinner. That is bribery. Yeah. Now compare that to me. I had a patient one year that bought me a Christmas ornament that said doctor and my last name which i'm not going to disclose that information um but they always joked and and called me doctor Mm -hmm. for whatever reason and just being a nurse i could not accept a christmas ornament wow because that was considered a form of bribery (laughs) wow yeah i mean it's uh first of all i think nurses in, in my and Clint's been Clint's been in so many different injuries. Yeah, I love her. Uh, We're uh, so much better. So much. <laughs> no, but really, the nurses know so much more. Yeah, um, they do. They really do, and um, it's uh, it is a shame. It's really a shame how everything's a band aid, right? With our pharmaceutical, mm-hmm. nothing's preventative. Right. The doctors don't know anything preventative. You know, right. um, I've had so many, so many things happen to me in my life where. I've pissed the doctor off or they've pissed me off and I've seen them for who they are. I mean, a couple, was it maybe eight or nine years ago, my blood pressure was through the roof. So they put me on medicine and uh, I wasn't, I was in my thirties and I said, I really don't want to take this medicine. And they said, well, that's it. That's all you could do. And then I just, for the rest of your life, that's it. it. Rest of your life. And it was having all these different, you know, and I I did in the beginning, but then I was having all these issues. So I just did some research and I changed my diet and, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, did a bunch of stuff and I brought it down and I came off of it and I told the, the, the doctor that and he got so pissed off. Exactly. He was so mad that I fixed the problem without a drug. I was like, what, what the You fuck? fixed yourself? Like, you can't the, fix yeah. yourself. I have to fix you. You know, I, I remember one yeah. time I went into, um, I was sick and they went to go give me a flu shot and I said, no, no, no. And I mean, they had it out, right? It hit me and I said, no, no. He goes, oh, you're one of those. I said, yep, I'm one of those. And then um, I'll tell this story again just so you, I know Clinton has heard it. I'm sure our listeners have, but I blew my knee out when I was uh, 22 years old, blew it out. I mean, three surgeries in a row and uh, some tons of pain. And I would see the doctor and he would, this is back when, you know, the, the opiates were getting prescribed like candy. He would literally give me a Tupperware of Percocet. And I would say, doc, you know, mm-hmm. I think this is uh, I remember, I remember literally saying, but when I was still, so I wasn't, I wasn't taken over yet. And I was like, I think this doesn't seem right that every week, every month I got to come here and get this giant prescription from you. And, uh, is there anything else I can do? He goes, no, son, that's what you're going to do the rest of your life. You come here, I give you your pills and that's how you're going to be able to work. And I'm like, all yeah. right, I'm in my twenties. I'm like, okay. And then, you know, then I had to go through that whole opiate, uh, thing. And, uh, that's just a nightmare. I mean, that alone, that alone, that whole disaster of all the opioids that were prescribed to everyone um and people still trust doctors and then and then people like ourselves get ridiculed because we don't want to take a vaccine that's still still experimental i'm sorry it's still an experimental thing and we are the crazy ones yeah but all they're going off of again is that those people are watching whatever they're watching or listening to continuously inundates them with the vaccine is safe you're going to save your family you're going to be able to travel like so in their heads they're going this is what i got to do to save everybody this is i'm being selfless i'm i'm uh helping <laughs> whatever 
humanity. Yeah, and see, that's the funny thing because, um, like, I've done shows on hidden cancer cures. We do mm. um, essential oils. We do um, diet, uh, different supplements, um, you know, d things like that, things that you can do to control depression. You anxiety, didn't tell me all this. Um, all of these kind of things. And Genital. so vaccination-wise, um, I encourage people who are interested to know what is in everyday vaccinations that are required on the schedule. Um, and it varies a little bit by state because some states require vaccinations that other states don't. Uh, but there are federally mandated vaccination schedules that every state has to abide by, every provider has to abide by. Go to um, the CDC's website, cdc.gov, and type in vaccine excipient summary, and you will actually get a full list of the ingredients in every vaccination, except the new one, of course, wow. um, because they're trying to hide that for a very long time. Um, it's still under the e EAU, so, um, or EUA, whatever it is, emergency youth authorization. And so um, those cannot be uh, put on the schedule yet. Um, so the ingredients are not listed on there, but all of the other ones are. Um, there's canine cells, there's, you know, cow cells, there's dogs, there's pigs, there's rats. Um, there are antibiotics in some of them. Why in the hell would you need to get an injection that already has an antibiotic in it? Um, yeah. That destroys your gut biome. Yep. Hello. Mm -hmm. um, there's bacteria. There's heavy detergents. There's heavy metals. Oh my God. You can literally look up. There's fetal tissue. I was going to ask you that. And a lot of these things. Is yep. that true? Um, yes. For what? Yes. Just like new cell kind of deal? Yeah. It's in a lot of the vaccinations, and it's called an MCR5. Um, and if you, you know, pull up that list and look at it, um, and you actually do your research into, because a lot of people, it's big words, and they'll be like, I don't know what that is. It's scary. But if you actually look up um, anything that you are uh, concerned about or anything you don't know what it is, you will be absolutely shocked that you have been uh, not only getting them yourself, but giving them to your kids. What is it yeah. called? The list that it's you... It's called the Vaccine Excipient Summary. And it's a very long wow. list, but it has all of the vaccinations. Not to there. totally switch gears, but you mentioned essential oils. I don't know much about it, but I've heard a lot. Do you have, mm -hmm. have you have any experience with essential oils? Do you... Yes. I just, um, my show that I just released yesterday goes mm -hmm. into really big detail because uh, one of my best friends is a naturopathic doctor. Beautiful. Um, and a master herbalist. And so um, she is very well trained in essential oils. And so I've been using them personally for quite a while now. Mm -hmm. um, had an issue with my liver out of nowhere. And so uh, she told me what to get and what to do. And that has completely solved my problem. Wow. Do you know anything about essential oh. I know Clint is very into, um, have you ever messed um, with any essential oils? Because I believe there are some good a ones. A little for, bit, for yeah. 
for your brain. Yeah. 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 Um, go ahead. And you, I was just going to say, um, if people are interested in doing that, you have to get therapeutic grade essential oils. And there is only one company that I use um, because it is farm to seal. Um, and so they control every part of the, the planting process, the growing mm. process, uh, the extraction process, the whole nine yards. There's nothing else added to them. It is pure high grade essential oil. Wow. Do you want to plug so, it? So people it's know called young living, young living, it's called young living, yep. not sponsors guys, but if we got good information, yep. let's just share it. Um, mm -hmm. I'm, it, you know, it's, that's the, I got to look into it. I know a lot of stuff about, um, natural herbs and all that stuff. I've been raised that way my whole life, but essential oils is, is one I don't know much about. My wife has left me some stuff like, Hey, take this with you for anxiety or whatever. Um, but right. some people I really, really trust have said nothing but amazing things. I've never heard anything yeah. bad about essential oils, just but the people, the only people that yeah. knock it are the same people that knock everything that right. we think about. Yeah. So it's not you, valid. It's They're, like the supplements though. You cannot go to Walmart mm -hmm. and get essential oils and expect them to do yeah. anything for you because um, of the distillation process mm -hmm. and the additives that they put in those. Mm -hmm. Um, a pure therapeutic grade essential oil does not have all of those extra ingredients. And so um, I'll tell you, we went to uh, Denver last month for a podcaster meetup. Oh, cool. And so um, my doctor friend went with us and she's like, I'm going to go hit my life pipe. And I'm like, oh, what? She's like, my life pipe. What's she's that? like, come here, I'll show you. And it's this awesome awesome pipe carved out of this amazing piece of wood and it's got um a little cotton piece at the end of it and you put um just a couple of drops of essential oil on the end of that yeah you inhale it and i have i like this like really fucked up sinuses because mm -hmm. i had sinus surgery like an idiot a long time ago and ever since then um i've been messed up Mm -hmm. And so when we were there, I was super congested. And so I, I hit that pipe a couple of times and it completely cleared up my chest, completely cleared up my sinuses. Wow. And I was like, oh my God, I can actually breathe for a change and I don't feel stuffy. Wow. I've never so, heard of that. And that's really cool. Um, yeah. Janet, do you use a uh, Moline tea? Um, no, I don't have that. I know it's, it's good for your lungs. Um, there are, here's what I do. Um, we have a lot of essential oils that you can actually use, uh, cooking is one way to use them, but I actually put essential oils in my tea. Um, I'm a huge tea drinker, unsweet tea. And so I'll make tea and then I'll put like, um, orange oil, cinnamon bark, um, lemon and sometimes ginger oils in there and it makes a lovely smelling wow. concoction um that actually helps to clear you up because anytime you get citrus in your system it is a good thing um and that's without the sugar of course mm -hmm. um but it, it helps your body to to maintain the proper ph so that you don't get sick wow 
I got to I got to dive deeper into the essential oil thing. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. I mean, so did you, are, are you still involved in pharmaceutical or the health care industry? Actually, no, because I retired. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm very glad that I did because I was not about to uh, be forced to do things I didn't want to do. Yeah. And so then it came down to it and it was like, I've been holding my license for a long time, but it was like, hey, if you uh, come back to work and I get job offers every day and I was like, but I'm not going to be forced to get the vaccination. Not going to happen. Yeah. Not going to do it. Um, I know my body and I know how I react to things and mm -hmm. that's a no for me. And so um, I gave up my license this year because wow. I was like, I will, I, as much as I love being a nurse, I'll never go back to practicing again. So is there, ever. are there, is there openings anywhere for nurses? Cause I'm hearing this from once again, family members, people I like that they're like, no, I'm just not going to go back to work. Um, right. is, 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 are there any uh, do all nurses have to require, like everywhere required vaccination? Um, that was a yes for a while until a federal judge just halted the mandate for healthcare workers okay. a little too late because yeah. unfortunately a lot of people have already left their jobs. Um, there are facilities where they have fired 60% yeah. of their staff. Yeah. When apparently we're husband. overrun. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and here's the, here's the thing about that. Um, they're very sneaky on how they do this. And so, uh, your bed capacity and your staffing, um, of those beds that are available is what provides you what's called your, your daily census. Um, when you don't have enough staff to cover the beds, that means they have to close off so many beds in the hospital. Mm. So when they say they're overrun, it doesn't mean they're overrun. Mm. It means that the bed space is limited because there are no staff to cover them. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what that is. It doesn't mean that the hospital's overflowing with patients. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah that's, see, that's, it's such a shame because so many people go into healthcare wanting to help. And then mm -hmm. see the bullshit. And right. then, what a shame. And you know, that's why um, I got into healthcare in the first place. Because I had a sister. She was two years older than me. And we um, were hanging out one day. And she was getting um, migraine injections. And so um, they had sent her home stuff to give herself an injection and so we were out shopping because my mom's birthday was in two days and so um i dropped her off back at home and then i got a phone call later that night that she was dead oh on the floor God. from a pharmaceutical oh migraine injection um it exploded her heart I'm so and sorry so to hear that. That is why I started in healthcare in the first place so that I could tell patients, okay, if you have this or if your family has a history of this, this is not a good idea for you to take. Do you know what the risk of this are? Do you understand the side effects? Because 99% of the time when you prescribe something, how many people sit down and actually go over with you 
every side effect that's possible from the medication and what foods you should stay away from if you're on these. Almost never. Exactly. Almost never. It's exactly. like, you know, and then if you are on them, you say, hey, I'm having these weird side effects. Oh, yeah, you might get that. You know, you, you just, it's, so did, so, so that your intention was to get into the health field was after what happened with your sister. Mm -hmm. Um, yep. so did you have any backlash? Because you're, that's totally going, that's like rogue. If you were going there, you're like, I'm going to, did you actually try you to know, do any of that stuff? Like talk to patients about, because right, wouldn't you I get did, in trouble? all the time. All the time. Um, I am, you know me, I'm very <laughs> outspoken. Um, I'm not a quiet person like ever. <laughs> and so I would tell patients all of those things or I'd be like, Okay, well, I've noticed that your personality is a little bit out of whack. Something's going on. What's up? Or we talked about diet. Or I am wow. very big into um, using like trigger point therapy, mm -hmm. um, massage to uh, get rid of headaches, get yeah. rid of uh, neck pain, shoulder pain, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. And so the doctor I was working for at the time, he went at me once and that was it. Because when he came at me, I took him in his office and I shut the door and I gave him absolute total hell. And I was like, until you can prove that I am wrong, I don't want to hear another word because my job is a patient advocate. My job is not a pharmacy advocate. Yeah. That's not my job. Yeah. I mean, that's... And then he never bothered me again. So. It is funny how that works, right? Sometimes. <clears throat> well, you realize people, you, uh, eventually you're going to start going, well, he's trying to get me to push this stuff or whatever, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. And our, like I said before, our biggest drug pusher in the office was Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> Sneeze, sneeze. Um, yeah, I mean, and 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 we they they had this one lovely medication that was for um, patients with depression, mm -hmm. and it would literally make patients absolutely psychotic to the point where they're standing over their spouse of you know 50, 60 years with a knife, ready oh to kill them. Um, and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, no, 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 no. They're only on 30 milligrams. Let's not open to 60. They maybe need a higher dose. No. If you're trying to kill me, you don't need a higher dose medication. I'm sorry, but you don't. You, you need, need to add a second that. pill. Yeah, we just do that pills, too. Those pills. Oh, if you're having psychotic. Yeah, if you're on an antidepressant, you want to kill yourself, we can add another one to it. Oh, my God. Right. And that's, and see, that's the thing. And here's a huge deal in the medical industry. And this has like got a huge uptick now. And so patients will come in and they will de diagnose with depression and anxiety at the same time. Mm -hmm. And then they'll prescribe you medications for each. One is an upper, mm -hmm. one is a downer. So when you do that, what are you doing to your body? You're confusing your body mm -hmm. because it doesn't know if it's supposed to be happy or if it's supposed to be calm or excited yep. or down or whatever. And so your body's constantly like in the state of like fighting itself 
And that's why when these patients come back and the doctor says, well, how are you feeling? Or have your symptoms resolved? And the patients always say, no. Are you feeling better? No. Are you sleeping better? No. That's because these medications don't go together, like at all. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... And how many times do you hear about a drug that gets discontinued or because it hurts somebody? Like, I was also prescribed my niece Celebrex. And then... Right. Like, Bad yeah, drug. yeah, it was giving people strokes and all this stuff. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, pretty, pretty soon after I was, I was, uh, prescribed that, uh, there was stuff everywhere about how, you know, mm-hmm. stop taking it. And, and then people wonder why we question taking an injection for something right. that most people, you know, I had COVID. It was, it was rough. It was rough. It was, I didn't, I wasn't one of those lucky ones that had it easy. I had it pretty bad and I had the after effects and it was pretty strange. That's another whole thing that was, it was a, it was a strange illness, I have to say. Um, but you know, the doc, back, I mean, in, in other, maybe I'm wrong, but I've heard that in a lot of other countries that if you have the antibodies, you don't need a vaccination, but this is the only country right. that if you talk about that, you're crazy. I've mentioned that a couple of times to people that not, it's not political. We're talking about health. Like, oh, yeah, you know, if they ask why, which I most people, I'm pretty rude. If they ask me why I don't have the vaccine or if they ask me about the vaccine, I give them a snarky answer. But let's say I don't want to, I'm not in that kind of mood. And I'll just say, well, you know, I, I had it so bad. And I, have, I went to give blood. I still have the antibodies. And then they get mad at you. They get mad at you. That's like some kind of crazy talk. There's, you should just tell them trust science. The, the judge that just made the injunction um, against... Uh, mandating for the healthcare workers. Yeah. He stated in his opinion on the case that he was highly disturbed and disgusted because the federal government never even considered natural immunity. Yeah. You're not allowed to say those words. What is that? Uh, your, your body normally has natural immunity. <laughs> yeah. And so think about okay here here um this goes into like different theories like germ theory train theory um miasmatic theory stuff like that as to whether viruses and things actually exist okay okay let's say they do let's just play that side for just a second yeah um they have never isolated bacteria or viruses Okay. So, Were you aware of that? No, I wasn't. I'm, I'm, I've heard these terms thrown around. I'm kind of interested. So, yeah. okay. So there's a very good possibility that viruses aren't even a real thing. Is that what we're right. saying? That's correct. Um, Have you ever heard about that? If point? you might just you be a form of bacteria. Yeah. Now see the, the very first theory that they ever had was called the miasmatic theory. Um, and what that was, was that, People get sick due to um, things in their environment, which means um, rotting, decaying carcasses uh, that are in the water supply at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and this dates dates way, way back. I mean, that was the very first theory that, that they ever said. And so think about that in terms of um, natural pollutants like that or dead trees, um, plants you know, that get sick and die or whatever, contaminating the soil, contaminating stuff like that. But then you also have 
that same thing because we didn't used to have plumbing supposedly mm -hmm. yeah. um that yeah there's a lot of uh interesting things about that lately but um <laughs> we didn't have plumbing or modern day times if you're living in nancy Pelosi's district you can shit on the street <laughs> so when you do that that runs into you know other people getting in contact with that mm -hmm. and then they get sick from that there is the the germ theory was invented and of course that you know louis pasteur was part of that and the whole nine yards which he's another useful idiot puppet um and that's when they're like introduced the words pandemic mm. uh contagion things like that and it was like oh look at what he found we we found these viruses and things and these are what makes people sick. However, there's the terrain theory. And I am a huge believer in the terrain theory. And the terrain theory says that it is your internal environment in your body that mm. determines whether you get sick or not. And that is 100% mm. correct because um, your body has its own natural frequency mm -hmm. and your own um, natural homeostasis or balance. Mm -hmm. And so it all depends on your pH level. And when your pH level is not in balance, that's when you get sick, whether it's too alkaline or, you know, it's too acidic, whatever the case may be, whichever whichever side that you're on mm -hmm. if um that is when cancer can thrive in your yes. body that's when you get heart disease diabetes um lung disorders things like that when your ph is not normal so would you say the same thing with let's just call it a virus for now for a virus so if something whatever this covid is if so you're i mean i guess that's actually just is what happening if someone's very healthy it doesn't seem to affect them and you don't get sick I cannot tell you the last time that I was actually sick. Mm -hmm. It's been a very, very long time. Clint, what about you? You're never sick, are you? This guy's so healthy. And I get little stuff here and there, but like if I start to get sick and just nap extra, I'll usually get right through it. But to play devil's yeah. advocate, right? So like I never got sick till I had kids. And so what's that all about? The kids are in school. and Probably not other, sleeping enough. There are other kids. Ah. Because you're chasing kids, you know, they bring something. And home. what are you, what is your things. what is your lifestyle? Um, when you have kids, do you you're you're so busy, you're working, and they're going to school, and you're running them here, and you're yeah. running them there, and then you go through the drive-through, or you are eating like a, mm -hmm. love Italian people, but they get sick easily because what do you eat a lot of cheese. Carbs, pasta, and cheese, pasta, pasta and cheese. Yep, carbs. Yeah. And so, um, when you eat a lot of carbs, it's sugar, yeah. mm -hmm. and so that puts your body out of balance. Um, yeah. Things with preservatives. Uh, let's grab a bag of chips for a snack, or you know, uh, and a lot of families they can't help it because to eat healthy and maintain a healthy lifestyle. It can be expensive. Yeah. Especially now. <laughs> and it's not as convenient, right? 
I mean, right. it's not the convenience. Is not. Um, yeah, bread is so convenient. You can put stuff in between and carry it around and eat it. I mean, I say like, this all. I yeah, I say this all the time. Being in the food industry, like our shelf lives have changed so much since I when I first started. Right. When I first started, you got bread, and in a day or two, it was gone. Now you get bread, and even if it comes from the bakery, it's something – that's just the most simplest way. The same thing with meats. I know it's gross, but meats, you had them, and in three days, you had to, you had to move them out. We can right. have we have meats now for a week, maybe even sometimes 10 days, and they're right. fine. because they're preservatives. Yeah, because they're pumping things. I mean, when I go to these food shows, being a free thinker, and I go to these food shows, I'm horrified. These people are trying to sell me, you know, these like trade shows for food. We go all the time. Not, well, not since COVID, but um, you go and, you know, a rep from Tyson's, let's just say, or I shouldn't be using right. names, but a brand, right, of a whatever. Right. And they will talk to you. And the things that there are bullet points that are supposed to be so amazing, I'm literally horrified. Like, I'm like, yes. well, they'll be like, oh, so this is a, this is a, a an inject, like they call them inje- or, uh, fillers, injections, and pump, plump. And they're like, and I remember one time, right. I, I know the guy, so I'm like, well, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's just saline, man. You have nothing to worry about, but it plumps up, and it, you know, and they, they're telling you about the, the colorings they put in. They won't say dyes, but the colorings that keep it this color all the time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, what just, so this is not just the fish from the water? I don't understand. No. And it'll have all the labels to say wild caught, this, that, all the buzzwords you want, because they play mm-hmm. with the play within those games, too. Right. It's like, right. unless you grow your own food, hunt your own meats, yeah. you don't know what the hell you're getting. And then you were saying about the flour, or the, the carbs. What I find interesting, Janet, is that my family in Italy, they're all thin. They're so thin. And when we were younger, my, my father would say, oh, it's because they walk all day. And there's probably some truth to that. They do play a lot of soccer. They do walk. They don't use their car as much. And they do walk a lot. However, I, I, my intuition is telling me there's something different with the flower. That the and, flower and, is different. Right. And it's, it's probably uh, not gone through the bleaching process mm-hmm. and things like that. Now... You can you can still eat bread and be healthy. And here's a little hack. Um, pumpernickel. Mm-hmm. Pumpernickel is um, very low in carbs, uh, very low in sugars. It doesn't have all that processed bleached flour and all that crap in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... You know, for people who are trying to eat healthier, instead of white bread and, and even wheat bread, a lot of wheat bread still has, you know, the enriched bleach white yes. flour. Bad idea. So pumpernickel is a better option because even though they have gluten-free bread mm-hmm. options out there, if you look at um, a, a package of pure pumpernickel bread, and compare it to a gluten-free bread, you're actually getting um, less in the pumpernickel. Hmm. How about, wow. no, other than the flour, Italians are usually eating bread with oils, whether it be in right. olive oil olive or oil fish is- or with fish right. and stuff, which also slows down the absorption of the carbs. So that way they're yeah. not getting the spikes that we're mm-hmm. getting also. And olive oil is, um, especially uh, extra virgin olive oil. And in places like Italy, that's what they're known for is, is the olive oils and olives themselves. Um, and so those are actually the healthy fats. 
Um, same thing with people that eat a, lot, eat a lot of avocados or a lot of avocado oil. That's also the healthy fats. And so um, people that have a steady diet of, you know, good bread that's not made with all the chemicals and things like that, and they're eating olive oil and they have olives and guaranteed they make their own pasta sauce. Mm -hmm. Because when you, when you buy pasta sauce, Oh, that's sacrilegious. You're buying, you're buying a bunch sugar. of sugar yeah. and a bunch of we can't do that in New Jersey. Crap in it. I don't know if anyone does that in New Jersey. Buys it out of a, a, a bottle. Well, there are some people that do just because it's cheap. I know. I'm just you know. Teasing. I'm teasing. Um. But yeah, if you make your own stuff, and you know, guaranteed they use their own herbs and spices that yeah. they grow. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing better when, I mean, that's my favorite, my hobby is my garden, and there's nothing better than growing your own food, and, right. you know, it's, uh, it's amazing, man, you take care of your body, you really can fight off, fight off almost anything, and um, you even mentioned about uh, gut biome, I mean, I learned about that a few years ago, and that changed my life, because, yeah. you know, being a, a kid, an 80s kid, you know, you were put on, and anytime you just coughed, the sure. doctor just handed you antibiotics, 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 antibiotics. Yep. And it wasn't until I was like in my later teens that I realized I don't want these things anymore. I was starting to learn that they weren't, they were, they were dangerous. But mm -hmm. by then it was like, and so many people my age still, I mean, they still do that, right? They just take antibiotics, yeah. like, like their vitamins and right. that's destroyed. It's killing everything, you know? Yeah. So to, you got to get that, that gut biome going again is so important. I, I believe that's like the foundation of almost anything for health. Um, it is because that's like your, your, uh, for, and for people that don't know what that is, that's your like secondary type nervous system because your gut and your brain are connected, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. on a very special level. And so when your, uh, gut bacteria is out of balance, you don't sleep good, you're moody, you're easily irritable, uh, you can't remember things, uh, maybe your motor skills aren't really good. So your gut bacteria actually helps to control the movements in the rest of your body. Yeah, I mean, that's literally what we say, go with your gut. I mean, that's where it comes from. Well, and they also say that if you're, if you have a lot of gut bacteria that feeds off of sugar, it can actually influence your brain to be like, mm, I'm hungry for sugar. Oh, right. Yes. Yes, I'm right. I'm switching over right now. I, I went off the rails for a, about a year. Oh, no, not a year. Maybe six months with my diet and everything. Um, and it's it started because I stopped drinking, right? So I stopped drinking. So then I definitely put that, whatever the sugar I was missing, I started putting in through sweets and things I never really, I haven't done for years. And I just started, and like you're saying, Clint, it was like something, it was like I was possessed. Like, wait, why am I eating Twizzlers? I haven't had Twizzlers yeah. in 20, 15 years. I've been eating Twizzlers and I'm at the... <laughs> I had the you know on my way to work buying a bag of Twizzlers. It was like I was a zombie just doing it, and then like, and and I'm thinking and exactly what you said, Clint. It's like you're. It's almost like they override. It does. It's like over. It's your gut is. It's 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 like your brain in a sense. There are a lot of parasites. I mean, obviously, sugar is not a parasite, but that get in and control their host. That's, you know, and get it to do stuff. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, that's a whole other. Well, thing. I guess it is. Uh, essentially, it's not the sugar isn't, but the your microbiome is a, you know, 
Yeah, parasite on, on some level because it's you know it's just scavenging off of what you're eating and now it's like you wanna, convincing you <laughs> you want a little tip mm -hmm. um most people have an overgrowth of candida yeast and yes. don't even know it i've been yeah i want to hear about this and so um when you have the overgrowth of yeast it can literally be anywhere in your body so uh, you can have it in your sinuses. You can have it in your throat, um, your lungs, your genitalia, literally everywhere. Um, and so a simple test that you can do, um, first of all, look at your tongue. Uh, if you get up in the morning and your tongue is white, mm -hmm. you definitely have a overgrowth of yeast. Um, but you can also spit into a cup of water if the spit floats you have yeast no shit if it sinks you do not um and the easiest and sure. most effective way to control that again um is with an essential oil it's oregano oil wow. uh, you get little gel caps you put a couple of drops um in the gel cap you have to be and i'll tell you how to do it so that you don't like burn your face off um but then you take that every day for at least 30 days and you'll see a drastic improvement wow. in like the color of your tongue, the whole nine yards. Um, same thing with uh, like if you start doing uh, essential oil toothpaste, mm -hmm. you'll notice the big reduction in that as well. But um, if you're, if you're doing the, if you're doing the oregano oil, <clears throat> Here's what I do because no one told me ahead of time and it burns like a mofo uh, and it comes in contact with your lips um, or the aligning in your mouth and I had no clue and I oh, took shit. it and like my whole, it's like going to the dentist, you know, when you've got yeah. a shot or something, my whole face oh my God. Down was numb. And it was burning and on fire, like I had like rubbed jalapenos all over my face. <laughs> From which the oregano oil, huh? Yeah, wow. and and you only need like two drops, and that's it. Um, but if you're doing the gel caps, like uh, take the top off and then wrap the bottom part in paper towel and scoot it as close up to the top of that gel cap as you can, and then um, the oregano oil. All the essential oils have like a little pour spout. Mm -hmm. So you just put it, put the spout over it and just put the two drops in it and put that back on and then make sure you oh. wipe around the side. Yep. No shit. But you can, you can take absolutely any essential oil through a gel cap or you can inhale it. Um, yeah. You can vape it um, through the life pipe. You can cook with it, so um, you, which I do a lot of. You can do the oregano oil in that life pipe? Yes. Um, cool. Oregano oil is, is different for a lot of people, but there's four, um, there's four means to uh, use essential oils to get them into your body. But if you're doing um, the life pipe mm -hmm. to help with your lungs, you're definitely going to want to do something that's good for your lungs. Gotcha, and, gotcha. And frankincense is a good thing mm -hmm. for that and so is rc oil wow i'm excited so, i want to dive into but this cook, cooking with essential oils is good because one drop of an essential oil 
is like 10 bundles. Like I use a lot of oh. cilantro. Mm -hmm. And so one drop would be like 10 bundles of cilantro. Now, does it flavors the food as well? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Oh. Wow, that's yep. really cool. I never, I, I always just thought of essential oils as someone putting it on your hands, you rub it, you smell it, or someone has those, what they call it, a diffuser in your house. Rub it on your tempo. Yeah, yeah, that's all I ever thought about. I, I had no idea you could, I learned something today. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, and diffusers, they're really good, but I love cooking with those or um, making like tea with those, hot tea, cold tea, it doesn't matter. Um, they give them a very different flavor, and then you're getting that into your system. Wow. So. That's awesome. Well, Janet, where can uh, where can any of our listeners, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you know about Deplorable Janet and you know, but just in case you have a couple, we have a couple new listeners, where can everyone find you? Um, you can find me on all, plat all podcast platforms as of now, because thank you, Jesus. I worked on a year to get back on Apple and Spotify, so... Mm. I'm back on those now. I'm on Alt Media United. Yes. I am on um, actualactivist.com, and that's activist plural. You can find me on Instagram at Deplorable Janet. You can find me on Twitter, account number five at <laughs> No Janet, K N O W. Well, Janet, I love you. I'm so happy you came on the Free Thinker Society. You're welcome back anytime, and it's so great to, to see you. It's been a while. Yes, it has. And I'm tickled pink to talk to you because I missed your face. <laughs> Thanks so and Clint, much. it was nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Hopefully uh, we'll do this again. Yeah. If you're ever in New Jersey, you have an open invitation to come to the Dojo of Comedy and hang out with us. I'm totally going to crash your party. Come anytime you want, Janet. <laughs> Thank you so much. This was wonderful. Have a great have day. A good one.